All right. It's uh, five minutes uh, to the hour. I have not seen or heard of this man for many, many years, but uh, I can tell you that he was by far one of my favorite football players in his time. Maybe because of his humility, maybe because of the fact that he never really portrayed himself as a, a superstar. He was a really down-to-earth uh, chap, and that kind of warmed up to some of us because, you know, players, they become top of uh, their industry, and then some get very big-headed. I can't even talk to them because you become absolutely nothing in the process. Uh, but I can't say the same with him. Um, and, and no player, absolutely no player wants the illustrious career to be cut short by injuries. Uh, but unfortunately, that was a reality for the former Kaiser Chiefs, uh, as well as Budvez Witz and international goalkeeper, that is Emil Baron. Uh, the road to recovery proved to be a bit of a nasty one. I think he's reached 40 now, 40 years old, still young. Hey. Now he wants Witz to pay for another operation and a whole lot of other things that have gone on behind the scenes. Emil Baron, good evening. Good evening, Rob. Good evening to the listeners. How are you doing? Uh, not not too bad. How are you feeling? Mm, happy to be here. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad. I'm happy that you were able to make time, given the difficulties that you, you've had to endure, though, Emil. Hence, I ask you, first and foremost, how you are, because it's important for me to know your mindset, to know exactly how you're truly, truly feeling. Well, I can say uh, times has been tough. Um very frustrated at the moment, uh, very hurt, but at uh, the same time I feel very strong. Uh, basically, one word is uh, surviving. And that's not good enough, you know that, right? Yeah, I know, but if you don't survive, you, you'll just lay down and die. Why are you surviving and not living? <laughs> well, um, as you know... Uh, it's been quite difficult for me since I broke my leg uh, in 2013. Uh, it's meant the end of my career. So basically since then, everything went downhill for me. And Was that the Pirates game? Yeah, the Bedwitz Pirates game in uh, Mbombela. Yes. Yeah, on the 27th of April. So since that leg break... Did you get the kind of support you needed? Let's let's talk about the medical side of things. Did you get the kind of support you needed immediately? Okay. Um, yeah, when, when, when it happened uh, on the Saturday evening, uh, the team doctor took me for x-rays at the hospital in Bombella. He arranged with uh, surgeons in Morningside uh, to see what's the best thing for me to do. And then the following morning, we well, came by Combi, came back to Johannesburg and uh, went straight in for operation at uh, Morningside uh, Clinic. Huh. And that operation, make us understand, though, does that fall directly into your medical aid, or does the club, because you were on duty at the time when the injury happened, does the club then carry the medical costs? Yeah, no, uh, the club uh, covers all medical costs uh, uh, when, uh, while you still have a contract with them. And and they fulfilled that role, yes, Emil? Yes, they did. Every step of the way from the beginning up until your recovery and all the way through to, uh, I would imagine you would have needed physio after that. Yeah, um, the, there was a big problem uh, from the operation is that I had infection uh, because of the, the, the steel that was put into my leg. 
so we could never get rid of the infection. So the only way was to get rid of the infection was to get the, the steels taken out of my bones again. And they couldn't have done that uh, until the bone has healed properly. And it took quite long because of the infection that was in the bone. So it was quite a, a lengthy uh, recovery. Do you feel like it's fully recovered now? I know that it's a couple of years yeah. down the line, but um, the way you describe it now, there would still be a case maybe for it not having fully recovered. Yeah, no. Um, I knew the medical staff knew adverts at that time that um, after the operation was done, that uh, because of the infection, in in the future, I'm going to have to have the pins removed. It's just a matter of time when the bones heal together. So they knew that they have to have another operation in the future after that one has been done. Now, what are we going to do? We're going to, we're going to quickly break away for news right now at the top of the hour. And after the news, I want to find out from Emil Baron why he felt uh, that, and I, and I quote, why he felt that he was screwed by the PSL's insurance policy <laughs> and the amount of money that he got from them. It's an important conversation because all the other players that are listening to the show right now, they could be affected moving forward. But if there's still a case to be answered in favor of Emil Baron, we'll break it down right here on hashtag MSW. It's exactly five minutes after the hour. It is hashtag MSW broadcasting live from our Durban Etegunika Cassini studios. It's live on Metro Van. It's also live on Radio 2000. Emil Baron is my guest. When you talk about being screwed by the PSL and also as far as the insurance is concerned, take me back to that because there was a 400,000 rand payout that was given to Bidvesvitz, of which they gave you 200,000, which was owed to you. And they also get 200,000, which they then forfeited their own money and they gave it to you as well. Was that correct? Um, yeah, that was correct. Um, but uh, when the injury happened, I spoke to Jonathan Slosh. Um, I asked him what was uh, the best thing for me to do at that time. And he told me, well, best will be to uh, claim from insurance because you won't be able to get back on the field again. And... Um, we sort of, he found out for me, he worked out the, the amounts that I was supposed to get and everything. And uh, he gave me the amounts. And he said, okay, now they'll put in the claim for that. And then about a year later, I was still waiting and I asked him what's happening. They said, no, the insurance uh, says you just have to wait and maybe you can get back onto the field again. Um, but then the insurance company sent me to one of their doctors to have a look at me. And he gave the same uh, statement that the surgeon gave after my op was that I will never be able to get back on the field again. Um, and then in 2015, um, uh, they came with an amount and uh, told me, well, that is what you are going to receive. Um, the, you, you won't get anything more than that. And uh, for me, the, the strange thing was that um, that was a Monday morning. The Friday before, I actually mm -hmm. went. I went to Jose, and uh, I told him um, that uh, I was in financial difficulty. I'm about to lose my home uh, on the Tuesday or the Wednesday. They were going to auction my place, and he asked me how much it uh, is it in arrears, and I told him two hundred thousand. Um, 
And he said, okay, now we'll see what he can do. And then after the weekend, the Monday, you've called me in and told me, listen, that is the offer, 400000 200 for you and 200 for the club. Um, that is where I started thinking, you know, something's a bit fishy. And I had to go for it because I was afraid of losing my home. So I had to just accept that uh, amount at that time. And the thing is, they knew that I was desperate because I was, you know, been speaking to Jose all the time, telling him that I'm going to lose my house. I've already lost my car and all these things. So, yeah, they knew that I was quite desperate. So I had to yeah. accept it. But in the end, though, they, they, they say as a club that they gave you their share of the 200,000 rand. So you, you're confirming that they did do that as well. Yes. And, that, and did that help to save your house at the time? Um, the 200,000 I used uh, of, my, of my side that I put straight into the bond. So right. that saved it. The 200,000 they gave me, uh, they helped me out a lot by, uh, you know, buying uh, groceries for for the month and uh, have it delivered to my place uh, every month. So that that is basically what the uh, 200,000 was used for, was basically groceries. But then when it comes to the insurance which is psl related that all players do take yes. uh, made to understand the meal yes. is that you you had made your calculations yeah. regarding what would then be owed to you from yeah. the from the psl's insurance scheme that they do have yeah. and that amounts to millions yeah is, is that still the case and, and and how would you have gotten i mean I, I know the mathematics and how you would have worked it out but just share that with the listener in terms of how you would have worked it out was due to you well, uh, uh, Jonathan explained to me that um, what they do is they take your, your salary that you earn monthly and what they do is they times it by 60, which is uh, 60 months, which is basically five years. And they times it by that and you come to a lump, uh, like a total, and that is the total you're supposed to be re- receiving. And yours would have been almost 4 million? Uh, just under, yeah. Yeah, so I think about 3.7 million. If my last calculation was correct. How do you um, know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Emil, we don't just come on this radio for fun, my friend. We've got to do this research so that um, nobody can claim that what we're talking about is rumors and we're talking uh, soap opera stuff. Yes, it's, it's yeah, neither yeah. bold and the beautiful and neither is it... Um, Dalan, yeah. <laughs> yeah, your favorite. Um, okay, so knuckling down to that... Did you then approach the league to say, okay, guys, you know, my calculations, and it, it seems that you guys are owing me 3.7 million. Have they responded? No, I did not approach the league, and I did not go back to Vitz again, because, you know, I didn't want uh, any bad publicity towards Vitz or to the PSL. But uh, this is your money, Emil. This is not bad publicity. It's yeah. it's good publicity to your bank manager and to your well-being. Yeah, I understand that. But, um, you know, it's just after a while, like, um, you know, when coming back with the leg, with the operation, when they didn't want to help me out with that anymore. So then, you know, the, the, PR, the players' union, they uh, stepped in and said, no, they will help me. And mm-hmm. they've taken up the case and they are trying to, to work out what is exactly happening or what happened uh, with the insurances, as well as this loss operation, which has to be done. 
What are you, what are you hoping to achieve though with the players' union? They, they know your case, so I don't yeah. think much really needs to be investigated. They just need to go and fight for you yeah. because that is the role of a players' union. They're not fighting for for the fans or for uh, chefs or for mechanics. They're yeah. fighting for players. It's a players' union. Yeah. You're a player that is owed money. So how are they approaching it? Well, the first thing we want to do was uh, to to sort out this last operation. Uh, we, we had a meeting with Vets about nearly two months ago. Um, they said that no, they 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 feel that they don't have to to be paying for this operation because it's been years ago, and I'm not contracted to them. Um, about two weeks ago, I had to go to Boxburg Hospital because I was in severe pain. And uh, the doctors there put me on a drip. They then said that the, the the metal has to come out. I have to do the op now. So next week, I have to go to Job, job again to have it done uh, at the, the government hospital. Have Have no fear. Um, about government hospitals. I almost lost my life. I was in the government hospital myself purely because of the expertise, Emil, that they, they have. Yeah. From, well, for me, from a cardiology point of view, mm-hmm. one of the best that they have in the country. Yeah. Um, so you, you, you'd you be surprised at times that people will run down facilities, but they've never been there themselves. Yeah. What needs to be done? Are you, uh, have they given you a, a breakdown of the actual operation? What needs to be done? Well, basically, um, they just have to take the, the pins out. Uh, once the pins are out, uh, they're going to do something called uh, irrigation. It's where they have to run like an antibiotic through the bone uh, for, I don't know, four or five days or something. So I have to stay in the hospital for about five days as well mm. after that. And about then, a week. Yeah. yeah, and then hopefully after that, once the uh, the infection is rid of, then hopefully I'll get to a full recovery. You you're walking danger right now because you're walking potentially. <laughs> I'm no doctor, Emil, but I'm sure you know what the adverse side of that foot and your leg not getting attention now. With there being an infection, you you, you know what it, what's likely to happen if it doesn't get immediate attention. Yeah, the, like I said, the infection has been there since 2013, so it's just been spreading. And um, you know, coming back to Jobogen, I was actually last year I had an op done in Jobogen for septic arthritis in the the right knee, which right. was also where it has been repaired. So all the infection had no place to go and went up into my knee. So I had to have the operation done there in Jobogen. How is your mobility? When when you walk, how how do you feel? Um, it's not too comfortable. Um, uh, I can walk, but I can't walk, you know, like normal. And yeah. uh, basically, the feeling under my foot is very minimal, the feeling under my foot. And my toes, I can't really move my toes. Just a big toe that I can move a little bit, but the rest I can't really move. Again, I come back to this because I, 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 I fear for you as much as I fear for anybody else that, that plays the game or is just a human being. It, it really doesn't matter. Have, have they stressed to you what, what the end outcome would be if you don't get immediate medical attention? Mm, not really, but uh, I remember seeing one, uh, one doctor 
and you wanted to check if any of my vital organs has been affected by this uh Bad infection, yeah. Mm -hmm. But at that time, it has, it wasn't as yet. Uh, but that was also last year when I went to see the doctor. When when Vitz actually sent me to see the doctor at uh, Morningside. So, somebody said we must also approach the public protector. There, there might be a case to be answered there. Do you feel it's it's going to be a legal fight, though? Do you feel that it's going to end up that way? I, I'm asking because we, we also try on this show, Emil, to find solutions to assist as much as we can. Yeah. I mean, we'll be reporting back next week uh, about a lady who was due to go and play hockey overseas and she was short on money and one of the, uh, you know, major companies was listening on the, on, to the show and they decided, well, they will sponsor her trip and she's just come back and there's more good news from her side. Um, and 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 a gazillion others that we we've tried to find solutions for. Yeah. So hence, I'm asking that: Do you foresee this being a huge legal issue before it is finally resolved? Uh, I think so. Uh, that is also one of the reasons why I didn't really, you know, want to take it any further because I didn't at that moment, that time, I don't didn't have any money. I mean, you know, for legal legal advice or anything. So. Yeah, I do think it's uh, probably going to end up into some legal uh, legal thing, mm. yeah. Because at, at the moment, Vitz feel that they've done their part mm. and there's not much more that is liable to them. Am I reading that correctly? Yeah, that's exactly what they are saying. And But the affected leg, which has now uh, has had the infection... Yeah is the same one from 2013 where you got the injury. Yes, um, exactly. Is yeah. that correct? Yes. Okay. So you, you were still on duty. So it's, it's not an injury you incurred while you were out playing golf or in the Kruger National Park looking at animals. This is what you got when you were playing yeah. on the field. Yes. 27th of April 2013, uh, 90th minute of the match. That's crazy. Yeah. And you'll never forget those numbers because they I mean so much to you. never, ever forget it now. Was your career came to an end then, Emil? Okay? Yeah, I did. And uh, it was actually the worst year of my life because uh, a few days after uh, I came out of hospital for the operation, my father-in-law passed away with a heart attack and just sent me into a more you know, deep, deep depression as well. And then three three months after that, my my father passed away with a brain tumor in Cape Town. So 2013 is a year that I would not want to look back at. Yeah. Our condolences, by the way. No, um, it's fine. Thank you. Thanks. Emil. When you talk about depression, I think the other situation I was thinking about was Lerato Chabang. Um, and depression is always very close to such situations. Have you been able to deal with that aspect of of, of your health, the, the depression side? Well, uh, I can say that, you know, I've lost a lot of weight. Um, you know, my health, it's not, it's not as it should be. But like I said, you know, I'm just trying to stay strong for my family, for my kids. Um, mm. You know, like I said, it's been hard, it's been tough. Um, but I mean, I've tried everything I could just to... You know, keep my family happy, keep my sons happy, and you know, keep the stomachs full. And and it's difficult, but you you you've always had a, a very supportive wife in Sherry, hasn't she? Oh yes, 
She's my rock. And she continues to be by yeah. your side and continues to give you that motivation. Yeah, through everything. How's Dante and DeAndre doing? Um, <laughs> they're good. Uh, they yeah. are boys. Uh, boys mm. should be naughty, but, you know, loving to bits. And like I said, I'll always do whatever it takes to keep them happy. So you, you, you might lose a lot, but the one thing you'll never lose are the three of them. Yeah, no. I'll always fight for them. And they fight for you. They've been fighting for me since day one, since everything went downhill. And especially my mother-in-law as well. All right, let me let me give you time. I know it's an emotional time. Um, Amir, let me take a quick break just to get you back on again. And um, we'll continue our conversation. Um, lots of your tweets that are coming through. Uh, you know it. Uh, it. It happens to football players... Emil Baron, a, 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 a terrible story, but one that shouldn't be where it is right now. And I just think if people do the right thing at the right time and do that that is and is owed to the players, then it should be done. This should not even be an issue. Emil should be going in to theater to get operated on. You can't sit with an infected leg for this long you can't and i didn't want to talk about the end product of what i understand it to mean for him to carry it for that long it should not even be there at all and we can't be this cruel society that allows people to get to the stage it is wrong good evening rob um i'm so sorry i'm emotional it's exactly what happened to me when I was still playing for Amazulu. Emil Paron is not one case. I'm being owed a million rands by Amazulu. And at the moment, no one can answer to it because it's different management now. Emil, be strong, my brother. Things will get better. Shop. All right. Um, okay, I didn't. I didn't get that from the beginning, so I'm not too sure which of the which players that that is owed a million rand by Amazulu. I'll try and get the details so that we, we we follow up. You know, whoever, like I said, Emil's the catalyst, and we got to make sure that Emil gets medical attention. For me, that is the important thing. We don't care who, we don't care how, we don't care when. Maybe the when part is important because a lot of time has lapsed. Um, I know earlier there was Linda and Boxberg on hold. I'm not sure if he's still on. Uh, there was Tulakhanyo. Khaushubayali also wanted to say something, the president of the Players' Union. Okay, Linda, I believe you're still on hold. Good evening. Welcome to the show. Good evening, Robert. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Welcome. Good evening, uh, Emil, as well. Good evening. Uh, Robert, this is... Heartbreaking. Um, to just few things as I was going to acquire. The agent that represented uh, Emil Baron when he was still playing, particularly the time when he signed for VED, what happened to the agent? Because that's the person who's supposed to, to have helped 
um, immediately when the, the issue came up um, to investigate, number one, what exactly is the policy? Because another problem you have, and again, the issue is going to be where is the PSL to explain the insurance policy to the players before and after? Because the issue here is what is the what are the rules in that policy? Every insurance policy has its rules as to what is the nature of the policy, what it covers, what the risk and everything, and then at the end of the day, what it pays out on what basis. We, you need to know those breakdowns. It, 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 it should not be a speculation. And players should have a document, a policy document, that confirms that they have such a policy and and, 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 and all the, the, the what's called the, the, the information regarding the policy uh, uh, as well. So the yeah. PSL should be in the forefront as well, should be as, uh, answering questions on, the, on, on, the, on this issue. The agent should have had uh, Emil Baron about this issue. I think it's an because, important one that you're raising, Linda. Firstly, let's not lose sight of that one. Um, <clears throat> Emil, just quickly on what Linda's raising on the agent issue. Did you have an agent who was representing you at the time? Yes, I had an agent at the time. Um, but um, I don't know. He just uh, seemed to just sort of brush it off sort of thing. So mm. that's why I don't really want to mention his name now. So, <laughs> uh, oh. so but, yeah. but he's supposed to be there for your interests. Yeah. And basically, you know, once I stopped football... You know, there was no, you know, I couldn't you know, get a hold of him. I've been asking him for help. He'd never get oh, back wow. to me, never uh, answered my calls, never uh, replied to my messages. So. And this is an agent who was uh, getting money out of you playing football? Um, yeah, he wasn't getting, like, fr- from my salary, but, you know, when I signed at the club, he gets a piece. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From, a, from a signing yes. on fee. So yes. if you move to a different club like if you had to move uh, to Norway and you play yes. for Lillstrom he yep. would get money if you move from Norway to Kaiser Chiefs he would get money from Chiefs to Vitz he would get money he would get money but then when you're in <laughs> need as Linda says then he disappears yeah that's why I say he just like faded away and he still Robert. operates as an agent till today oh yes he does okay Robert, I think I, I know who that person is but anyway I'll respect not to mention him on air but he, he knows yeah Linda Robert, just to conclude, I must say it's clear. This is Gulubati Gunomkonyo Vugulendo, Robert. Please investigate it. You will find, including that player who just called the former Amazulu player. There are shenanigans in our football, and it boils down to the fact that people who are running our football have their own interest except football. Thank you. Thank you so much. Really, really appreciate it. Um, yeah, um, I'm looking at the time. Tulakhanyo, I think let's do this uh, with the Mil Baron's uh, consent um, for us to do a follow-up on it. I'm going to follow up with you directly off it, Tulakhanyo, because in, in exactly 30 seconds we have to break away uh, from Metro. Tamingubeni standing by. We've also got Justice coming in for Metro uh, for Radio 2000. Um, Emil, from all of these learnings, and, and I'm saying it to, to you because... We hardly ever say things on this show when we don't follow up on is that you will get the medical attention that you need and deserve, whichever way it is, even if it means us fighting and, and camping outside the PSL offices until somebody attends to your case. We will do that. What, what What's your final take of it? Because I, I, I never want to be in a situation where 
you break down and you cry because of your current setup. You don't deserve that. I mean, you're a player who at the age of 16, for crying out loud, was making your professional debut in a BP Top 8 game, a quarterfinal against Pirates. So you started your career against Pirates, you end your career against Pirates. I mean, that's just the gods going crazy. Mm -hmm. Nothing to do with with the poor team. But I'm just looking at the age of when you started as a young teenage boy. Mm-hmm. And that is where everybody realized your talent. You cannot be bowing out of football because of the game that you love so much. That cannot happen. Yeah, I know. It's true. And uh, since it happened, you know, when it went into this depression, you know, I just pushed football away. I didn't watch football. I didn't follow any soccer. So, uh, but now I'm just, I'm started, started like, you know, following football again. And um, that's why I want to get this operation done. So I want to start, you know, trying to find a coaching job uh, to work with youngsters. Uh, You know, that's my passion. I want to work with young goalkeepers and groom them for the future. But it's difficult if if I'm not able to walk properly, you know, so. Let's get you back on your feet. Let's get that smile back on your face, Emil. I I don't want to have this kind of interview with you ever again. You don't deserve this nonsense. Not not, not you, not anybody else. You've already put the smile on my face. Thanks, Rob. I love that. I love that. (laughs) Then I can finally call you Raymond again, right? (laughs) (laughs) Anytime. (laughs) All right, Emil Baran. We'll pick up the conversation. I'll have a very strong word with the president of the Players' Union, and we'll we'll take this up further. We'll, We'll report back to our listeners. They are our bosses. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks, Rob. 100%. Emil Baran, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Taming Gubeni standing in for Ayabonga Kwawe. And of course, we got that husky voice. Justice!